This is a Colored Pencil Podcast, session number 281. Welcome to Sharpened Artist, a Colored Pencil Podcast. Weekly discussions in and around this medium that we love so much. Hey there, my name is John Middick of SharpenedArtist.com. I am your host, and this is the Sharpened Artist Colored Pencil Podcast. Welcome back to the show. If you're listening on the day that this podcast is released on Monday, November the 16th, then I want to be sure and let you know that the art bundle that I've been talking to you about, where you can get over 100 art courses, all for one price from, I don't remember, uh, over 70 different, I think it's over 70 different instructors, that ends today. So if you were planning on purchasing that, then go over there. Don't waste any more time and do that right away. Um, You have up to six months to go ahead and redeem the offers for all of those different courses. So you get, um, I think it's about $4,800 worth of courses for $97. And so it's for a good cause. It's um, a charity called Courageous Kitchen. But anyway, the link is over there in the show notes. So if you've got any questions at all, it will be explained on uh, that page over there when you click on the link. I'm just so excited to be a part of that. I donated two courses to that, and there's so many other awesome courses available from a variety of different disciplines and mediums. So check it out. All right, so let's get on with the show. I want to talk today about the eye. I want to talk to you about how to draw the eye in colored pencil and just a couple of things that I want to cover today regarding drawing the eye in colored pencil, but fundamentally how to draw the eye and think about the eye. So this is uh, the month of November 2020, and so this is something that we're talking a lot about inside the Sharpened Artist community over there in Monthly Sharpener as well as Face Value. It's something that I've been focused on now for a while for my students. So I just want to talk about a couple of things that are problematic areas for new students, whether they're new to color pencil or not, just new at drawing or observing the eyes in general. All right, so first off, a couple of things about the terms about the eye. So we've got the eyeball. The eyeball itself is mostly hidden from our view. We're only seeing a small portion of it because it's underneath the skin. And so on top of the eyeball, we've got the upper eyelid and the lower eyelid. And then that creates the opening. That's the part that we can see of the inside of the eye of the, or of the eyeball itself. And so of the eyeball, then, when we're looking at someone's eye, or our own eye in the mirror, we're noticing the colorful part of the eye, which is the iris, and then uh, the little black dot in the middle, which is the pupil. And then on either side, left and right, we see the white of the eye or the sclera. Those are the basic concepts and shapes and major shapes of the eye. All right, so very quickly today, I want to talk to you just about four quick things to think about. Next time you draw the eyes, or if you've never drawn the eyes before and you're brand new to drawing the eyes, then keep these four things in mind. So I've thought a lot about this on how to discuss this. So I'm going to explain in an audio format how to do something 
very tactile, very visual. But I think that this will help if you keep this in the back of your mind the next time you start to draw an eye. And if you want to check out some of the demonstrations and tutorials, uh, then you're welcome to join us over there in Monthly Sharpener. Um, that would at least get you started in the right direction with uh, more of what I have to offer. All right. So number one, so four things. Number one, the eye is round. Probably not a revelation to you, right? But why is it then that we often see a beginner artist not draw the eye as a round object? The eye is round. It's circular. The first thing to do if you're brand new to drawing or to art is if you're going to draw an eye, then draw the frontal pose first. If that's something you've not ever done before. So take a graphite pencil and draw one eye, a single eye, and a frontal view. And draw that eyeball round. Draw it as a round spherical object. And the borders of that eye should be that you know, we're looking at the brow line. That creates the bottom of the plane of the forehead. And so it's the beginning of where the eye socket begins and that top plane of the head where the uh, forehead ends. And so that is our border at the top. The next border we have is over on the side and that is where the nose is. And so the nose is another border, natural border that we have for the eye. And then down below the eye, we have a very natural border down there as well, right underneath the bottom eyelid. And so there is a depressed area right underneath the bottom eyelid, and it becomes a bag under the eye, especially as we age and get older. All right, so, and then the outer corner of the eye um, is another natural border. It's where the side plane of the face or the head starts to begin. All right, so on the eye itself, though, what we need to remember is that the eye is round. That's the first thing that I want to impress upon you right now is that the eye is a round object. And so we have to draw it as a round object. There are even uh, muscles underneath the skin layer that uh, depict this because they're circular. They move all around the eye itself. But the eyeball itself is very round. And most importantly, when we're drawing a frontal pose, the iris itself is very circular. And so a complete circle with the iris creates the illusion that the person is looking straight at us. And that's how we achieve that. So one of the things to do, if that's a difficult thing to control or to be able to depict, is we can draw that complete circle. And so we can draw this round circle. We can encroach upon or we can go beyond the, the bottom eyelid and beyond the top eyelid to create the complete circle for the iris to be located there. And then we can erase that portion to make sure that we allow for the space of the bottom and the top eyelid. All right. 
Second thing I want to talk about, and there's not a whole lot I want to say about that other than as that eye just moves around, as it rotates and pivots, as we look to the side, uh, then that circle then gets skewed and it becomes very, very narrow. Uh, and the ellipse uh, is created by making the lines, which are usually rounded uh, at the border, so for the iris and for the pupil, those become more vertical. So we're, we're seeing more of a straight lines rather than rounded circular lines for the edges of the iris. Okay, number two, the center line for the middle of the eye is not directly across the pupil. So the pupil is the blackest, darkest portion, the very darkest value in the eye, right? You could also argue that the eyelashes themselves are as dark sometimes as the pupil. But we can probably all agree that the pupil is the darkest value. But the center line for where the arc or the highest pinnacle of that circular object is, is not where the pupil is. It's directly under, just right below where the pupil is. And so that's, that can become a huge mistake if we try to draw it right up there where the pupil is. We need to put it right underneath the pupil. And so that will help us quite a bit in understanding where dimensionally this particular object is in space. Number three, the cornea. You have to draw the cornea. Now you may be saying, well, wh what? Now, wait a minute. What is the cornea? It's that invisible, that very transparent, uh, bubbled up area that rests over on top of the pupil and the iris. Okay, so it covers the iris. And you may be thinking, well, how do I draw that then? How do I draw something that is transparent? It's a great question. You don't really draw it, but you allow for it. So let me explain that for a moment. If you've ever drawn a water droplet, this will make a lot of sense. Um, and when you draw a water droplet and you think back about this discussion, it may make a lot of sense as well then. But here's the general rule whenever we're drawing the iris and we're looking at how it moves and behaves in the eye. There is a cornea that rests on top and the cornea is very convexed. And so it is a raised area of the eye right there in the middle of the eye. If we're talking about the frontal pose and it creates a little bit of a push up above on the upper eyelid. And so where that area is, in most cases, let's talk about a classical kind of pose. Then when we're looking at the eye, it's pressing up against the top eyelid. And so we're allowing for it by raising the eyelid in that area where the cornea is pushing up against it just a little bit. So as the eye starts to look to the side, if we're talking about a frontal pose, but we're moving our eyes and looking over in the corner of the eye, looking over at something next to us, then what happens is the upper eyelid rotates and it moves and it allows still for the cornea. And so in that area, that's the highest, that's the pinnacle area. And the eyelid is raised in that particular 
area. So it's something to keep in mind. Now, a second thing that happens with the cornea is it allows for that transparent kind of layer that kind of looks like a water droplet, honestly. So as the highlight is uh, drawn or the illusion of the highlight is created in our drawing, we create the brightest area where that highlight is, and it's usually up above the center line. It's above where the pupil is, typically, and it's usually to one side or the other, the right or the left. And so diagonally, in the opposite direction, below the pupil, and we're talking about in the iris, we've got some refracted light. So we've got a highlight, a little fluke of light, sometimes it's referred to as. So this highlight is created in one spot over in the iris above where the pupil area is, maybe to the right. And then if it is on the right, then in the opposite diagonal direction inside the iris area, then down below bottom left, if we're talking about a highlight on the top right, the bottom left will be a slightly lighter area because of the refraction of the light, the disbursement of the light, where the light is hitting an area on uh, the cornea and reflecting back to the viewer, then it also disperses that light and passes through the cornea area and it lights up the iris. And so we're able to see a lot of that. So the other thing that happens is right next to the highlight in that upper right corner, uh, let's say, then right next to it, where it's the brightest, right next to the brightest area, that highlight is the darkest area of the iris. And we want to darken it very, very dark right there. And so that is our strongest value contrast is right there next to the strongest highlight. And then we've got the pupil right there, which is black. And then next to that, we've got the darkest areas of the iris. And then as we move down towards the bottom of the iris, and we're getting close to the bottom eyelid, then we're getting closer to some highlight areas because of the refraction of the light that comes in and passes through the cornea. All right, the last thing that I want to talk about very quickly, and this is something that's easy to forget about doing if you're brand new to drawing, but that is to make the eye look three-dimensionally, we'll want to focus on the values as being darker on the edges, so near the tear duct, and then you know on both corners, outer corners of the eyes the tear duct area, and then the opposite outer corner of the eye. We'll want to make sure those are the darkest areas, generally speaking, and then the eyelids themselves are darker on the edges and brighter in the middle. Brighter as we get towards the pinnacle of where that round object rests and sits in space. All right, so I hope that that made sense. Let me recap very quickly then. Four things to keep in mind whenever you're drawing the eye. And in colored pencil, it's no different than if you're working in any other medium, really. Number one, 
The eye is a round object. Number two, the center line is directly below the pupil. It's not right at the pupil. And number three, the cornea is a, an invisible or transparent layer that is extremely important because it influences so many other areas in the eye. And then number four, create a three-dimensional look to the eye by shading things darker on the edges and where the pinnacle or where that round shape is uh, at its highest point, make that lighter in value. Okay, I hope that helped and I hope you enjoyed this. If you like the show, tell someone else about it. Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And this is a weekly show, so it comes out early in the morning on Monday, every single Monday. And if you want to ask a question, you're always welcome to do that. You can go over to the show notes to get all the uh, information and uh, more extensive notes over there. That's at sharpenedartist.com slash podcast. But there's also a banner over on the right-hand side where you can record your own question for the show. Or you can call it in, leave a voice message for me, 513-301-0005. I will talk to you again next week. Until then, stay sharp. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. All the show notes can be found at www.sharpenedartist.com.